We are three friends exploring connection from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Aaron. Hey, hey. Hey, yo. Hey. Hey, here we go. <laughs> yep. Episode nine. Oh, got to give you guys a warning, audience, and Anna and Aaron. No. <laughs> but the warning is there is a mention of eating disorders on this episode. So if that's a trigger for you, this is a heads up so that you know from the get-go. Because today the uh, conversation topic is we're actually doing a two-part series. So this is the first part, and it is about the connection to the physical body. Yeah, so connection to ourselves, mm-hmm. and the first part is the connection to our physical body. Yes, thank you, Anna. It's okay. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> teamwork, <Modified>. correction, <laughs> correction corner happening on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> well done. I like that. And then yeah, and then the next episode, our season finale, part two of connection to ourselves, will be the connection to our higher selves, our purpose. Social, emotional, yeah. spiritual. Yeah, not a big one at all. No, no. <laughs> we'll just bang, wrap, go home. <laughs> wrap up the season in one short episode. <laughs> right. Yeah, so this is a big one. This is a big one. So yeah. connection to the physical body is what we're mm-hmm. focusing on today. Yeah, but we, but we like to keep things light around here. Oh, yeah. Uh, kidding. <laughs> no, kidding. we don't. <laughs> so light. Before we get into um, it, I did just want a quick say shout out for spending food cat. Spe- <laughs> <laughs> Fooked. Fooked. No, keep that. <laughs> okay. Spendingfastbootcamp.com, yeah. which is created by our very own Anna. Hey. Anna has helped her community get out of over $5 million in debt. That's a lot of money. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's, um, I do have to say, that's only since I've been keeping track, which amazing. has been a few years. So that's, it's even more than that number. Wow. And that community can help you too. So if you go to our website, you'll find a link in the show notes for 20% off at spendingfastbootcamp.com. And Anna and her community can help you get out of debt as well. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. All right. And then let's just follow up quick on our awareness nugget. <laughs> our awareness <laughs> nugget. It right. was to turn off it's notifications. Like, okay. Our, our ch- it, it has morphed throughout the season of yeah. like started with like a challenge a to, to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like an awareness challenge. And then it was notice. like a dense nugget. Yeah. And then we're like, awareness nugget. Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> the evolution of our... <laughs> figuring it out, Anna. Awareness nuggets, yeah. Slowly but surely, either way, yeah. it was to turn off notifications. Aaron, how'd you do? Well, my notifications are already off for the majority. <sighs> Cheater. No, what? That's not cheating. <laughs> Mine were off too. Yeah. Oh, man. Slacker. Was I the only Slacker. one? Yes. <laughs> were you? you might I guess so. <laughs> I do keep my Garmin notifications on and I do mm. keep my headspace, but like all social media, all other yeah. things. And my spending on my bank. So I like that. But I did do, have you ever been to the Levitt Pavilion? Mm-mm. No. For those of you that are in Denver, there is a pavilion called the Levitt Pavilion, and it is in Ruby Hill Park. So we went there. So I have 50 free concerts a year. What? Um, it's great. Of all sorts of different types of music. And so we went there. 
um, our friend picked us up. We usually ride our bikes, but she doesn't live close. And so she came and picked us up and then we went and I left my phone at home. I didn't even miss it. And so the I knew best just, night ever. It's great. Yeah. yeah, so yeah nice. Don't even like think about it. And yep. then it didn't even matter that I didn't have it. Yeah. But it like has a pole on you when I noticed for myself, it has a pole when it's around. Well, and specifically with those notifications, you oh, hear yeah. a ding or whatever. So I got to say, I did the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> so I turned off all the notifications except for text, WhatsApp, mm-hmm. photos, because I love seeing people post photos in my family shares. I didn't even know you could have an app notification for that. Yeah. Yes. Wait, what is it? A shared like Google, album? Yeah. Google shared albums oh. and Apple iPhoto okay. shared albums. So you get a little I pop see. up when someone posts. I mm-hmm. see. Yep. Love those things. And I like it so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So far, so good. I'm it's definitely going to stick noise. with it. Yeah. With all the things. Well, and I think about that distraction thing that we talked about mm-hmm. last episode. Mm-hmm. So that's really helpful. So anyway, we'd love to know how all of you did. Yeah. Yep. How yeah, did let you us do? Know. Let us know. Anna. I do do. Oh, I had my notifications turned off already. She's another cheater. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> cheater. Maybe you're a slacker. <laughs> this isn't a where does a nugget. Right. Meaning True. it's not necessarily a challenge, right? True. Yeah. But I guess putting the other part of the challenge or a where does nugget, something to be aware of, right, was to put the phone away. And so, like, I've really worked on doing that when I'm at home and, like, trying to be totally focused on what I'm doing in the moment rather than being like, oh, my phone gets to have a say in what I'm doing right now or like I'm going to be distracted. It's like, no, I'm going to work on being present right here, right now. So it's gone good, you know, not perfect, but any new things have bumps in the road, right? <laughs> yep, totally. Can't be perfect right out of the gate. <laughs> nope. All right, we and can with that, yeah. we can try. Yeah, we can. We can. <laughs> and so, fail miserably. <laughs> true. But guess what? According to this review that we have, we yeah. are not failing miserably. Whoa. Whoa. That's a good transition. Like, yeah. That's a really wow. good transition. Okay. So the good news, we've got another great review. Thank you so much. It. Love, Tori, L-U-V-T-O-R-R-I-E. Thank you. Title is A Fun Podcast, five stars. And it says, this podcast is like having coffee with your best friends. The ladies have great chemistry and the podcast feels very natural. It's witty, creative, and fun. Thanks, love, Tori. Thank Thank you. you. That's so awesome. Yep. Keep them coming. Yeah. All right. So we're diving in, ladies. We're getting into... The first part of our two-part program. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> of our two-part <laughs> podcast about connection to ourselves. Yeah. So we're uh, we're gonna kick it off here with Anna. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Anna. What? Anna, tell us. Hot potato. Hot Anna. potato. Hot here potato. we go. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh shit. What do you think? What about what's your connection to uh, your body? Oh gosh. Yeah. Not a big open ended question <laughs> at all. Oh gosh. It's tumultuous. Yeah. Yep. It yeah. is a tough You're one. You're not alone. Tumultuous how? Oh gosh. I just right now I, I feel like I have a perpetual 20 pounds that I'm always like trying to like lose and then when I do lose it it's like whoa life is great and I'm happy to be in photos and all this stuff but when I have it like so much of my how I see myself is wrapped up in my weight and I Mm. think that is so effed up and I don't like it but it's the way it is and I remember for a lot of people yeah yeah. a lot of women especially yeah Yeah. it's like life is good when my weight is where I want it to be men too I gotta say 
Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm actually very surprised by me too. Um, when I realize what a big issue it is for men as well. And it's something I think that speaks to how our society right. relates to weight in general. And so it's been something I've struggled with, honestly, since I was a really young kid. And gosh. Yeah, it's intense. It's a lot. Yeah. What yeah. about you two? Same. I would say mine, you know, similar like I just the ups and downs roller coaster, you know, and, and kind of like the grass is always greener. Yeah. If I weighed less, you yeah. know, like it's always, you know, I've never been happy with my weighing more or like, OK, with it, I guess, right. you know, yeah. it's always like in the back. It's a nagger. Yeah. You know, in the yes. in the back, nagging right. little voice in my head or whatever. But and definitely have had phases of unhealthy behaviors or, you know, tried so many diets, oh, all yeah. that stuff. But I do think there are some things, you know, times of my life were like, oh, I was eating all plant based. And it wasn't necessarily a diet, a way mm -hmm. of a way of eating that was like it's a lifestyle really good. Yeah, but it felt so <laughs> good. It feels good. And yeah. it's, I like knowing that there are some of those basics or some things I can go back to yeah. without having to like dive into a whole new diet. Because mm -hmm. I feel let me like tell I've you, tried the it. amount of freaking money that goes into those oh, yeah. diets. Oh, that's uh, crazy. Anna, what did you say the statistic was? On money spent on oh, dieting. The, the size? last I heard was sixty-six billion. Yeah, dollar is, dieting industry. That's insane. Mind blowing. It's crazy. It's not. It's not surprising. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not no. surprised at all. It's like such a thing that like we just accept that. But like, I feel like it's a thing on both spectrums. Like the dieting is huge, and then the obesity mm -hmm. epidemic is huge. Mm -hmm. And so well, something we're doing is not working. Right. And then everybody has this like discontent with their body. Like it's just right. Or a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? What about you, Aaron? I think it's the same. I think growing up, especially I know I talked about this on one of the recent episodes. It's like when I was the size in sixth grade. Right. And so when you were the biggest kid in the class and you're a girl. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is a was a hard thing to wrap my head around. And in middle school, I was kind of chunky, even though that not kind of I was. And it was just hard. And then like in terms of like what is valued with women in society, mm, right? Yeah. If you are thin and you are little uh, and petite, like that's what the quote unquote like ideal uh, woman is. And so mm -hmm. I had to do a shit ton of work about that I'm not in that category. I'm really strong mm -hmm. and I feel really good about that. And mm -hmm. so so I've had to do my own work about like, how do I feel best in my body? And mm -hmm. when I am working out and eating well, like if my body feels bad, I'm really my mood and how my body yep. feels is very, very correlated. Yeah, yeah. same um, here. But I had the work that I've had to do around really appreciating is a lot of work around gratitude is like my legs can run my ass up mm -hmm. a mountain. And so mm -hmm. the fact that I can do that and I'm able to do that gives me a lot of gratitude and like it just feels good. And mm -hmm. so, sure, do I have an extra 10 to 15 pounds on me right now? Yes, but I can still run my ass up a mountain. And mm -hmm. so I have to learn how to, to appreciate that in me. And then that energy absolutely like radiates outward. So I think that it's along the same lines. I think there's work to do around it because there's so much pressure in society yeah around yeah. like about what that should yes. be and you should be this way or that way when mm -hmm. really like yeah. and for so long barbie was like the mm. doll body that we image. played yeah the mm -hmm. body like you're supposed yeah. to look like barbie and barbie <laughs> would be 112 pounds mm -hmm. she would be grossly underweight her feet would be size three <laughs> and she would like fall over yeah, because I've her like that. she wouldn't be able to support herself mm -hmm. and so this is this image that we've been mm -hmm. fed for a long time about this is what we're supposed to look like in 
all sorts of aspects. Yes. Yes. Yes, Totally. (laughs) It is deeper issue. Yes. Barbie. Right. (laughs) It's all in you. It's all about Barbie. Wait, Anna, did you play with Barbie? Not really. I always was like, "Uh, my mom didn't allow us to have Barbie. Really? Yeah. I went through a massive Barbie stage. Did you? This is shocking, I know. (laughs) Uh Why didn't she let you have Barbies? I'm not exactly sure why. Just Mm -hmm. couldn't have Barbie. Wasn't into it. Yeah. So what's your experience with your body? Oh, gosh. Love it. Hate it. Kind of a tricky. Oh, it's just all the things. It's all the, it, it, really it really brings is. up a lot for me. So like I remember, you know, kind of talking about like childhood experience with our body and stuff and the connection. I noticed when I first started disliking my body, mm. I remember that. And it was when I got this little fat on the side of my knee mm. when I would bend my leg. And I was on the back of a bike and we were riding, you know, doing whatever we were doing as kids. And someone told me, whoever was driving the bike said, get off, you're too fat. And I was oh. like, oh, and it was like, that was like, all right, I got to do something about this. And Defining moment. Yeah. And I remember I watched some like Hallmark type of movie and the girl was anorexic. And I was like, that sounds like a really good idea. So like from middle school on, like I dealt with anorexia wow. and then bulimia. And it's, you know, it's hard to talk about this right now. Yeah. <laughs> but like doing a great job. I uh, yeah. didn't end up getting my period and because I was so underweight until wow. like ninth or 10th grade. So, I mean, I feel like there's always been things that have taken priority as far as like, oh, this is a bigger problem than this other mm. <laughs> than the, you know. Nourishing. Yeah. So I haven't ever really dealt with it with a professional, which would probably be a really good idea because I constantly have body issues of like my worth being so tied to how much I weigh. And mm. when I see people, particularly people who used to be dancers or something mm-hmm. like or even yoga people, like they have a way that they are in their bodies that is really cool. Not just the grace part, but the way that they own their body. And mm. and there's someone else that I'm thinking of, and he comes in and just sits down and just sprawls out. And it's just like, oh, you're really comfortable with your body mm. in a way. And it's just taking up space in a certain way. There's a lot. It's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag complicated. That's but, super brave of oh. you for just sharing. Yeah. And I mean, it's something, you know, I feel like it's kind of haunted me. It's been like a shadow in a way. But did you say that those behaviors stopped after oh, middle yeah. school or stopped oh, in high school? Or? You know, it lasted up until like my 20s for sure. And it kind of fizzled out. But, you know, like we must live near an eating disorder clinic because they always see mm-hmm. primarily girls walking around that are severely underweight. Mm-hmm. There's one in particular that used to live in the same building as us and... It's just like, oh, dear God, please be with her. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like, she's still alive. Like, I see her and I think, thank God she's still alive. I can't help but think about my own stuff when I see her or the other girls, Mm -hmm. you know. Denver actually has a really good eating disorder recovery program. I'll look it up. We'll get it. But Yeah. Yeah. And my old neighbor, another old neighbor in our new place, she actually worked for one of them, like a outpatient. And mm-hmm. so it was really interesting. And so for the longest time, every time I would travel, I would take the little travel size things, shampoos and conditioners, and then donate them to the mm-hmm. eating disorder clinic because she said that they really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Next topic. <laughs> or what? what's the question for you two? I would say, okay, so for me, I was super active as a kid 
and lots of sports. And so weight wasn't a thing, I would say, until probably high school. And then the awareness came in around body shape and body size, I would Mm -hmm. say. And so I feel like it's just so common, but Mm -hmm. just the desire to be thin, you know. And and then as I've gotten older, I've always seen myself more as like a strong or like athletic type body build Mm -hmm. rather than a thin type of person. Mm -hmm. And so I have had better years than others in accepting that. And loving that part of me. I did CrossFit for a while Mm -hmm. and I loved it (laughs) because I just felt like it was such a great way to express the strength that I have physically. So that was really fun. And then I think running races, like I do enjoy more like a 5K race than I would a long distance race in general because I think sometimes I have a little bit more of like a sprinter body. (laughs) And, (laughs) but not that I'm sprinting all the time. By any means, <laughs> especially in a 5K race. But I think if I am able to focus on my athleticism, then I love my body more mm-hmm. and I can find way more gratitude for it. And so that requires me to continue to move and continue to exercise. And I wish I was more disciplined in like exercising every single day. Mm-hmm. I don't exercise every single day. I used but to. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I walk my dog and yeah, I think food stuff for me, it's just such a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. Like I already said, the diet's up and down and I can binge on sugar and that's a big thing. And I feel like I've tried them all. And I've seen some nutritionists in the past and like one nutritionist, she just said, she was like, well, Balance is the most important thing. And I kind of <laughs> wanted to be like, duh. Oh. I know that. And if I could do that, then I wouldn't be sitting here in this yeah. office. <laughs> you know, balance like, is. Yes. I think so balance hard. is kind of bullshit sometimes. I know. It just bullshit. was not helpful. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like there are programs out there for everything, yeah. but also to like help people with food. You yeah, know, like, I've heard of like a food therapist specific for food. And I mean, I'm sure, Aaron, you must deal with food issues yeah, in your practice. Sure. And stuff, but if but, people have yeah. disordered eating that's out of my scope, then oh. that is something that I refer on because that's not my specialty. I would imagine that's yeah. that is a specialty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of where I'm at. What about you, Aaron? I feel like similar things around being if I value my athletic body and what I can do with it, then... I feel great a lot. Sometimes like I feel my, I go at about 110 miles an hour all the time. And so I wish that I had more discipline around giving my body rest when it needs it because I just keep on pushing through and drinking quad espressos. And so <laughs> not always. I, Monster drinks. That, that was rare. That was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. That I don't like to do, but that is an indication yeah. of uh, you're on empty. And so. Understandably, you've had a lot going on. Yeah. And so my body will just like shut down. So when I had the monster drink <laughs> yesterday and then I got home and we had dinner and then I felt terrible and mm. then had like horrible pangs in my stomach. Not that I <laughs> need to get into that, but then I like did not go on my run And I slept in this morning. Then I just like hung out in the morning. And it is not something that I do very often. Mm. And I just need to be gentle in that Mm -hmm. way. But it's hard for me Mm -hmm. because I just want to get things and be in full experience. And so the point of the question (laughs) is where's my experience with my body? I think that it's all over the place. Yeah. 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 Hard. I mean, I wonder how many people would be like, 
I mean, that's great. gotta be the majority, yeah. right? Everyone, yeah. the ups and downs right. and the, I mean, this isn't. But if I can be fully in my body, like very present and here, like the experience in the world for me is so vibrant. So one of our questions says, when do you feel the best about your body? And it sounds like you're kind of getting there. Okay. But say more about that. Like, what does that mean? When I can feel grounded and centered and whenever I haven't, my husband talks about whenever he said something, I was like real antsy because I hadn't worked out in a while. And Mm. he's like, you know, kind of like a caged dog whenever (laughs) you don't work out because I just can't sit for that long. Yeah. And so I feel best in my body when... I have moved enough and then I'm eating, I eat mostly a plant-based diet now just because that's what works with me. And when I am eating in that way and really taking care of myself, then that's when I feel best. But being in my body and me taking care of myself and not in like an obsessive kind of way, Mm -hmm. but just like comfortable in my own Mm -hmm. skin Mm -hmm. uh, and what brings me to comfort in my own skin is in varying degrees mm-hmm. on the day, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think feeling not comfortable in my own skin is when I'm like, I don't want to be with me. And then you're stuck with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are, that's oh, what I do here not. Uh, here I am. Here I am oh, again. Oh, you here. again. Great. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Can't shake you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not my favorite. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, when do I feel best in my body? I think I got that answer. Yeah. 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 I think I felt best in my body when I was vegan, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, my weight wasn't an issue. It wasn't something I, like, struggled with or thought too much about. The worst I felt about my body was when I did a... I talk about, like, fad diets and trends and stuff was when I did a... <laughs> fast uh, water, cayenne, pepper, honey. Oh, I know that one. one. Have you done it? Yeah. Yeah. Did, have you done but it? I only did it for like a day or it was like 48 hours oh, maybe. I did Just it for like a like, cleanse. Oh no. I tried to do it for like five days. It was what? so bad. Because they were, because t- they talked about so... like with cleanses, like the, I don't know about the, that, but like with cleanses when in your body is detoxing all of that crap yeah. out. And so my sister was telling me about some dude that did a water fast and he still had bowel movements after two oh, weeks wow. because our bodies carry so much stuff. And there's yeah. so much crap in our food. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, that's yeah. the other thing that I think this could be a whole other, oh, it could be yeah. a whole other season, right? right. Is oh, like yeah. the American food industry. Oh, for but. sure. Yeah. So it was that fast was so bad that two crazy things happened. So the night before the second experience, I was at Target and I must have been looking so rough that there was an undercover cop following my ass around. I was like, why is this person following me around? I was like, holy shit, I must look like I'm on drugs or something. Then the next day I was taking a bus to work and like I started feeling super, super nauseous. I go to stand (laughs) up. I like barf all this water all over (laughs) Someone? Oh, Did you barf no. on someone? Not on oh. anybody, but it was in the aisle or something. Like, oh. I'm like, this is not going well at all. And I like I was like, so sorry. Like trying <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I like called in. I'm like, shit, I gotta go get a hamburger or something. This is yeah. Oh. Yeah, that is just not good oh, for it the was internal. So, so bad. So I did not I don't recommend that one. Right. No. <laughs> it was not a success story. No. Yeah. Yeah. I felt no. really bad about that one. <laughs> Protect that moment. So here we go. Oh my gosh. I you know, this is making me think of something a little off topic topic, but in our first 
episode, I talked about that bar three retreat that I went to. And one thing that I really loved about that is that whenever, you know, we had an itinerary of the weekend and whenever there was a meal, it said nourishment. And the whole thing was like all about nourishing and like nourishment and the food was very healthy. But sometimes I like to think about that word rather than like eating or feeding. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. It's just like, oh, how do how do I need to nourish, nourish myself? Body. That's a good idea. Nourish my body. Just to reframe it. Mm-hmm. Be like, let's really nourish the body here. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really hungry. What do I need to nourish? Hmm. I kind of want to start using that language like with Henry. All right. Mm-hmm. It's time to nourish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nourish time. <laughs> It's good, though. I think it's a good shift. Especially since there is so much distortion around food. Yes. Just constantly, like, nonstop. Well, and I think, too, for so often, I either think good, bad. All this food Mm -hmm. is labeled in my head. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's bad. Yes, I can. No, I can't. (laughs) But then if I just think about what do I need to nourish myself? And if you intuitively listen to, like, what you need and then you listen to that, that's a... Powerful. Yes. And you can feel it. Yeah. So... When do we feel the worst about our bodies? When I am not eating how I know that nourishes me. Yeah. That, and if I haven't moved, then I just feel like bloated and gross. Yeah. And like I said before, like how I feel in my body is reflective of my mood and then my outlook and my perception on things. Yeah. Well, and how about all the connections between gut and mental health? Like there's so much new information coming out with just the gut health and how the effect of that in the entire body, but especially mental and emotional health and just how, how important it is. So Anna, you had something about your sister with like the boundaries yeah or something there's something it's interesting my little sister who i've (laughs) i find that i'm mentioning quite a lot on this podcast she started noticing that and we all live me and my other sisters there's three total and she started noticing and my mom uh that when we would get together after being away from each other for a little while the one of the first things we would say is do i look fat kind of like privately like what do you think did i gain weight oh yeah it was like one of the first things that we said to each other and she said i'm not doing that anymore we're not doing it anymore good for her yeah that's great so we stopped doing it and it was like okay that's did you ever tell each other that you did look fat um me and my twin sister (laughs) 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 oh yeah like we would totally tell each other well you look like you gained a little (laughs) maybe You know, like we would yeah. totally. Good boundary. Yeah. Good job. It was very good. Sister. So before we switch to a little bit more positivity, there was something, Erin, that you had mentioned about when people are in that mindset of changing something about their body. And then it's like they did it. They successfully changed something. And then what's left? And you, there was something that you were. Well, I was talking about how when I see people that have a lot of trauma, right? And that will say, I don't know what to do with myself when I don't have to carry this around anymore. Like, who am I without this? And Mm. so I think that can go into... It's like such a part of the identity. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And for the stuff that I've worked through, it's like, it's this thing that comes up in people that's like, uh, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so... Like, now what? Yes, now what? And then who am I? So Mm -hmm. if I'm not whatever, then I don't know who I am in the world or I don't know how to function. So how would you tie it to the body? So the body stuff is, I think, a lot of time, like, if you look at that show, The Biggest Loser, right? So there's a lot of people that lose a large amount of weight and then 
because they don't have the structure and other things, but because I think a lot of people don't deal with the inside thing, what is driving that level of obesity, right? Mm -hmm. Then I think it's easy to gain weight back. And so I think that with all body stuff, like Anna, you were talking about with the eating disordered stuff, if you don't actually deal with the underlying issue of what is like driving that behavior mm-hmm. or what is the wound, right? Then mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. just keep on doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Or if we don't get in touch it with- It like manifests in other ways. It, yeah, yes. Mani- yes. Or you're just perpetually in the hamster wheel mm-hmm. or on this cycle of dieting or- Some um, addiction yeah. of some sort. Well, just think about how much time that we all spend probably thinking about- oh, I don't look good in this, or oh, I don't like whatever that, how much time all of us spend in our heads thinking about that, which is when there's freedom from that, I think there's a lot of freedom, but that's a separate thing. But I just think that like- You have to uh, refill that space. Yes, and Mm -hmm. you have to do the work so that you're not trying to fill it up with something else, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether that's like with booze or with- Shopping. Shopping or spending or whatever the fucking thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh boy. Oh, gosh. She's getting a little serious. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you can always throw in some D yeah. to keep it a little light. Keep it a little light. <laughs> With this group. That's why we keep her around. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, so like people will have these huge changes in their their life, right? Uh-huh. With their bodies, the mm-hmm. gastric sleeve is a perfect example of gastric bypass. And I've been watching this is such a guilty pleasure show. <laughs> Mama June from Not to Hot, Honey Boo Boo's mom. Oh. Anybody else watches? <laughs> no, nope, I got nothing. Nothing. I just know culturally of Honey Boo, uh, yeah. but yeah. that's so all I know. Her mom has this show. Mama June from Nantahat, and she had this gastric sleeve surgery, and she is doing all these things to self-sabotage. It's really interesting. Like, she's gaining the weight back because she hasn't dealt with the underlying issues. So, totally the same thing that you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honey boo-boo. Bring it back. Pop but, culture but I was, But I was just thinking, like, when I was watching it last night, actually, I was like, her agent will call her. Gina will call her and be like, June, you're eating again. And then Mama June's like, stop nagging me. And I'm like, you know what this agent needs to do is get a, a psychologist just yeah. for her, for yeah. Mama June. Like, that would seriously keep her, help uh, her the most rather than nagging. Nagging doesn't do shit. wouldn't be good shit. television, though. This is true. Oh, right. my goodness. This is true. Anna, you know how to solve Mama June's problems. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Thank That's goodness. Just, just a little idea. Send her a direct message. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. How about therapy, Mama June? <laughs> yeah. We talked about you on our podcast. I'm sure that would be like really well received <laughs> by like anybody. It. I bet, you know, right. lots of people love hearing, you know, yeah. therapy might be helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That is hilarious. So... Well, speaking how, of, how do we transition out of that, I know, Amy? Speaking of uh, pop culture, <laughs> yes. there was an Instagram post on loving your body. Yeah, so, so there's actually a lady. Her name is Dana Suchow, and she, I actually found out about her because I follow Rachel Cargill, who is also wonderful. So this lady, Dana Suchow, has this wonderful body positivity stuff, and she has one post in particular that I think is wonderful. It says, love your body. Look at your hands. They have pet so many cute animals and dried so many of your tears. Look at your feet. They have walked you to some of your favorite places and walked you away from the bad ones. Look at your belly. Think of the days when it's been full and warm with your favorite foods. Look at your legs. They have held you up when you thought you weren't strong enough to stand. Look at your eyes. They have seen so many beautiful people. Look at your mouth. It has told so many people that you love them. 
Your body has been there for you since day one. Love it. It loves you. It's good. Yeah. Thank it's really you. Good. Really good. Mm-hmm. So, Aaron, you do a lot of your work about kind of getting into the body mm-hmm. and why that matters or well, why. Wait, wait, wait. Before we oh, move on okay. to that. Okay. You had another one from Instagram. Celeste Barber. Oh, God. Yes. yes. Love her. She's yeah. just hilarious. Okay. But why do you like her and how does it? Because she's real. Because she does these hilarious posts. So she's got um, a real body. Yeah, she's a real, real woman. Mm-hmm. And she she'll imitate some kind of pose or something that maybe like a model is doing or someone who's like amazing looking yeah. or amazingly dressed or whatever. And then she does it just as like a regular woman. Yeah. And it is awesome. It's and so it funny. Is, I just feel At like Celeste Barber. Yeah, you I know think what so. that totally reminds me of what? when the Summer Olympics were going on last. There was this meme going around about like let's have like the Olympians do it and then have like a regular, <laughs> yes, hu- regular exactly. like exactly. normal uh, exactly. non-Olympian do it as yes. just like a real reality yes. marker of like this is how yes. amazingly talented this Olympian right. is yeah. right now. Like yeah. I think it's so easy to see these feats that these Olympians are doing and be like. Yeah, yeah, clearly, you no know, they make deal. it locus so so easy. But like, if a yeah. regular, like, if I were to be out there, just like, yeah, let's do this little <laughs> right. run. Yes, yeah, no. Right. So Celeste Barber is an actor, comedian, writer, and a lady. And I'm telling you, she's hilarious. She's I love so it funny. because she's real. Yeah, and it's it's like raw beauty talks. Do you know that one too? No. Yeah, raw beauty talks. It shows people real. Some people will go on there with no makeup. Some people will go on there who maybe have different pigmentation in their skin. And they it's like people will show just pictures of like the real body. And, mm-hmm. and there's really uplifting, wonderful posts on there that mostly geared towards women. Yeah. You know, it, but, really, it, it also makes me think about like Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle just most recently, obviously, with <laughs> Baby Archie, but like showing their postpartum bodies and like Mm. there's so much pressure on women like right after birth to be like, oh, snap back. Let's see how fast you can get back to your pre-maternity weight and all this pre-pregnancy weight and all of this. And I just think it's really nice when celebrities and people in the public eye are real about their bodies and their situations. Yeah, just be real or show it. Show it. You don't have to be it all the time, obviously, if you're in the public eye all the time. But yeah. Nice to see that side. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So now are we ready to go? Yes, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. No, I'm like, wait a minute. We, know, we have notes here from the outline. <laughs> so, Erin, mm-hmm. back to you. Yep. <laughs> you work a lot with people and the importance of what it means to get into your body. Yeah. And so why does that matter and what does that mean? And so why don't you just take it away? It matters. <laughs> so I do a lot of trauma work. So trauma just being defined as something that has happened that stays with you. So very simple definition. We could get more complex, but we're not going to. And so when that happens, oftentimes our nervous systems get overwhelmed. And so we check out of our bodies because it's like a war zone or it's too painful to be in there. And so then depending on life, because we get so bombarded by the world, then it's hard to be in our bodies because then we actually feel what is going on and what happens to us. And a lot of people do not like to feel. And culturally, we are fed that we have mind over matter all the time and Mm. that we should be disconnected Mm -hmm. and that we should just be in our heads about things. And that's not actually where there's so much wisdom in the body and we're not tapping into that. And so it's important to get into the body so that we could be 
a full system or a full and like, so much stored in the body. So much stored. Yeah. It yeah. seems like too. Yeah. That like if you don't move it out it by moving, then you get so I mean, there's some theories and I don't know if you saw that documentary on Netflix called Heal. Mm-mm. But that was just talking about how emotions can get stuck in the body and people have all sorts of varying opinions on this, but like people they don't deal with things. Sometimes mm-hmm. people think like autoimmune stuff is largely caused mm-hmm. by unresolved trauma. And like, mm-hmm. I remember when I was doing my Healing Touch apprenticeship, <laughs> there's this woman who was big on this called Louise Hay. She wrote this book, Heal Your Body. And so you look at all these, I might've talked about this before. Am I calf injury? Talk about this? I don't oh, think so. Okay, so um, no. they, somewhere else. So um, I had this calf injury. Some other podcast. Uh, some other yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, so popular. And I had this like nagging injury in my calf. And I'm like, this is so annoying. And I couldn't yeah. run and I was getting pissed. And so it had been going on and off for like a month. And I was just like, I don't understand what's going hmm. on. I knew it wasn't physiological because it would go away and then it would come back. I'm like, huh. what's going on? And so then I finally, like a month later, I had a friend come to visit. I was telling her about the apprenticeship and she was like, oh, I love that book. So uh, she was talking about Louise Haybuck. She was like, let's look up lower body or like lower leg Calf. stuff. Yeah. And it was all about moving forward. In this time period, I was taking this marketing class and I had to do... Oh, your uh, favorite. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I had to do this video about like why I do my work. Oh, and yeah. I had putting that off because it was super vulnerable and I had to put myself out there. Yeah. And so that, and then I also had to make another personal decision where I was like, I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do this. And then I made that and I'm not even... This is not shitting you. It just like oh, went away. away. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. So yes. crazy. So it's like, that's cool. But it's like, but I think that stuff happens yeah. often. And so yeah. people yeah. will come in and it, uh, there's all sorts of things and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think like there's a lot to that and people are scared of it i think a lot of yeah. the time well, well we don't it talk sucks about it to feel it of course it's yeah. like Bleh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about that amy yeah yeah oh, God. <laughs> yeah uh so you have a good tip about your right hand yeah so you can take uh, your and one we, hand i feel like we learned about this in coffee uh, we did Maybe. for sure. Someone was upset <laughs> oh, for morning, sure. and I was like, "Okay, here we go." <laughs> Probably <laughs> me. Someone, We're gonna take someone not, <laughs> not looking at you two. Right. So, <laughs> Aaron sits across from Amy and I. Someone not naming names. That's right. Well, there's only two other people in this room, right? <laughs> so we, if you put your feet on the floor, oh, we gotta do it. We're okay. all doing We're this all doing right, right now. So everyone, join us. Yes, yeah, I like my left hand on my heart, but some people like their right hand. So you kind of. Uh, figure out what feels good and then a one hand on your belly right and if you breathe all the way into your hips but sometimes it's hard to get air in there that is energetically the root chakra so it's the bottom of your tailbone is the energetic seat of safety in your body so if you can breathe all the way in there then that's the language that your nervous system knows is breath right so if we breathe in and then breathe out you can close your eyes <laughs> Amy was staring at me real intently, so we had to have, we had to have that cue in. Amy, close those eyes. <laughs> that was real intense. <laughs> Amy, close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, okay, ready? Let's go. You're all like, close your eyes. Yeah. Okay, feet so, on the ground. Feet yes. on the ground, and then just breathe in. So you can take three deep breaths and focus on your exhale, because that will bring you down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
Yes. It's good. It's good. It is Okay, so when would someone want to use this? So when they're feeling super overwhelmed or they just need to connect back in. So if they feel scattered or unfocused or like all over the place or they really are anxious anxious or they're hating themselves, Mm. like sometimes it's real helpful if you just do that and just take a few breaths. And you can do that. Doesn't that that also have to do with your like inner child type stuff? Well, I mean, you can imagine because if a lot of times when we're, oh, we'll get into therapy stuff. But uh, (laughs) so a lot of times when we're really upset, then that's a little part of ourselves. And Uh. so our adult self and our capital S self is like in control. But then when we get really triggered and then we're acting out of those places, they're little parts of ourselves. So you Mm -hmm. can imagine if you scooped up a kid Mm -hmm. that you can just like, like Mm -hmm. pat them. Yeah. Right. And you're doing that to yourself. Got it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <gasps> so good. Free therapy. Right. <laughs> but I tell <laughs> you, also, you. another one that you can do is if you put your hands on your face. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I learned this from Tara Brock. She's a meditation teacher and I listen to her podcast. Real good. But What's so, it called? Tara Brock. Tara we'll look Brock. it up. Yeah. <laughs> so if you put your hands on your face and then if you're real upset or something, it's like real triggered. And then so I see you. I love you. It's okay. I'm you not going to leave you. You say that your hands yes, are on your too, face? Like you're speaking to yourself. So you just hold, like oh. as if you're like holding your own face. So oh. like I see you. Yeah. I love you. I'm not going anywhere. Right. I'm not going to leave. Ooh. I don't know how to do this, but I'll figure it out. Oh, oh that's, that's good. good. Yeah. That's good. I'm going to be using all these yeah. tips a whole yeah. bunch in the next yeah. week. Because yeah. <laughs> sometimes we just need, in order to be in our bodies, we just need, because anxiety is keeping us from drowning. We're scared that we're going to drown. But really, if we drop in and feel whatever it is that we need to feel, then we might not feel awesome, right? But we can handle it. Right. And so those two things, your hands on your heart and stomach and then your hands on your face, like Mm. that just like kind of brings you into your own self, like Mm. connects you into you. It's interesting that in both those, you are literally, your hands are literally holding yourself. Mm. Yes. You know, like even that physical touch of just, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, that's a good one, huh? <laughs> Ready for this transition? Yeah, see how it goes, baby. <laughs> so just like when you hold your face as if it's a child, right? There's a lot of things that we can actually do for kids yeah. to get them off on the right. You're good. Track. You are good. Well wow, done. Wow, that was a Thanks. good really, transition. That was like an that? expert segue. Thanks. Yeah. Really impressed so, right now. One true. thing, you know, is... <laughs> Why it is so important to teach body autonomy to kids. Yeah. And like their body is their own. They're They're the boss of their body. Yes, they're the boss of their Mm -hmm. body. It's so good. Yeah. I do a lot of that stuff with my own kids. Yeah. Like body rules. Yeah. Body. And actually, I think you told me about Mm -hmm. uh, Feather Mm -hmm. Burkauer. Mm hmm. Is that her last name? Yes. Is she local? She, she is in Colorado. Yeah, she's I think local she's in Colorado. Boulder. She's outside of Boulder. Mm. Maybe in Boulder. So Feather. She's amazing. She's amazing. And she has a movement going in Colorado. And I don't know how much it's gone to other states, but. Well, she's online. Yes. So, so her program is called Parenting Safe Children. Wonderful, and- wonderful book. Yeah. She I've has- read it and I highly, highly recommend it to every single caregiver caregiver in parent, the world anybody who yeah. works with kids anyone yeah just to really help with kids understanding boundaries around their own bodies yeah. and, and to recognize uh troublesome behavior and how to prevent that yes yeah. 
Definitely, definitely. So she she has online workshops, in-person workshops. I went to an in-person workshop of hers. But I just think it is so powerful for mm-hmm. kids to feel that control of their own bodies. And then one of her big things is like, don't ever force your kid to give someone a hug, yeah. even if it's a grandma or grandpa uh, yeah, or Yeah, which some. can be super, super awkward hard. and super hard yeah. to do that. But what an important lesson that mm-hmm. a kid could be like, well, I'll give you a high five well, instead. consent is so big. Yeah. 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 It's so important. Yeah. And it's not taught enough. And no. So and great. so you can empower your kid at such a young age mm-hmm. to really understand that like, Hey, you don't want to give them a hug? Give them a high five instead. Yeah. Or, or just or or whatever. phone home. Or yeah. 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 Or nothing. Or just yeah. say, yeah. hey, see yeah. ya. Uh, it's hard. And like, I feel like we should say a quick tip on how to do that with grandparents or people that it might feel awkward with to have that conversation with is to say, this is what we're working on. And this is how you can be part of like our team to empower, you know, Johnny or whoever the kid is to be the boss of their body and have this body autonomy. Ultimately, it will keep them safe and set them up down the road for having a healthier relationship with their own bodies and understanding consent. <laughs> for I mean we can get off on so many different know, topics on this I, I feel like we have to kind of keep it real but thing, I will but say like, so Feather also has conversation starter cards oh. and so with those caregivers or with those family members oh, or good. whomever you might want to have that type of conversation she mm-hmm. has tons of tools on her website to help support what could be a really hard conversation yeah, you know. exactly. Like, um, so you were saying how consent helps or how this topic. Um, well, I think when you teach your kids about yeah. like what their where their boundaries are with their body and then teach them body autonomy stuff, I think then as a kid, then that stays with people as an adult. And so I don't think consent for lots of things is not really taught yeah. as much as it should be. And it needs to be because there's so much issue with it mm-hmm. in society. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. From food to consent. <laughs> well, so, I mean, it's... Whole range. It's, it's, every, the it's whole everything body. I mean, yeah. yeah, anything with the physical body. I mean, right. yeah, we could... How about aging? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I make this Let's joke. All, I make this <laughs> joke all the time. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that, like, well, I don't really have any... <laughs> the question, so the question <laughs> is, Aaron, how do you feel about right. aging? <laughs> and I make this joke all the time that people uh, have issues with getting older because... They were super attractive when they were younger, and I don't, fucking, I don't care about it because I was never that hot in the first place. And then people always feel the need to be like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, I no, I really believe that. Like, I, it's not like, it's not like I'm. I think that I'm like hideous. I'm just. I, I looked yeah. like this when I was 18 years old, and I look older now because yeah. I have wrinkles. But then I, I, I don't care. Yeah, and it's like, like I'm, I really, I, I'm yes. comfortable in that, yeah. and it's yeah. not like an insecurity. I'm not saying this yeah. to be validated. Yeah. Right. Like, I really. I, that is a true statement. Like. Right. Right. I don't give a fuck because right. I wasn't that hot in the first place. <laughs> Sorry for all you people that were hot. So you're aging, screwed. bring it on. Yeah, bring yeah. it on. I'm yeah. not as dumb as I used to be. That's why I think about yeah. aging. Thank God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was yeah. Dumb shit before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't really have a big deal with aging. I really liked turning 40 and now I'm 41. And, and I really feel like I welcomed 40 with (laughs) wide open arms Mm -hmm. and i think it has a lot to do with like just personal growth and personal work that i've done probably in my 30s to get me to where i am now but yes honestly i feel grateful to be older yeah 
I always feel like, yeah. oh, it's hard. So I used to be hot. Erin <laughs> <laughs> left out the part that she's usually telling me that. <laughs> when I'm like, oh, I love Botox. <laughs> I love, oh, give me I all the Botox. <laughs> give me all the Botox. Yep. Thank you very much. But yeah, it's hard getting older and like my physical body changing and being like, oh, I used to be kind of huh, now not so much. <laughs> like, I don't feel like that. You know, like just the people's reaction to you too is mm-hmm. really different. Or it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah, I feel super grateful to have the honor of aging. Like when I'm in a good place with it, that's where I come at it from because I had this hairstylist that was wonderful and she died from cancer and i'm like she would love to be alive right now and like it happened and like a year later she was gone and Mm -hmm. you know i think about her a lot and like how she would do anything i'm sure to be here right now and so many people and Mm -hmm. it's like to be able to get to age to to feel bad about myself just kidding (laughs) to like just like experience life and all of its ups and downs that is really truly such an honor to be able to be present for my son and like that's partially why i feel the need to take such good care of the what i eat and how i move because i want a good quality life i mean obviously if i get some sort of illness or whatever that you can't but like the things that i can control then Mm -hmm. that's what i want to be able to do that so like that Mm -hmm. having the quality of life that i want as i age Mm -hmm. that my brain is still intact like my bike still like move my body yeah Yeah. like that because i when i was in grad school we did i took a family therapy like that was one of my classes and so we did a genogram which Mm -hmm. is just like the map of the family and one of the things i realized was that everybody in my family that has died before me had heart disease and something oh. else mm. and so oh, it was super yes um my grandfather has now died and i don't think that he had heart disease but i could be wrong but anyways but the but the uh, realizing that and then i saw that forks over knives documentary yes. and i was like oh i can prevent like yes. i can do something about this and i'm not yeah. gonna have yeah yeah and that's why i mostly eat like that because my cholesterol was high when i was younger and i'm like nah and then we could do something it's great mm-hmm. right so i right. think that's also about aging yeah. stuff yeah yeah i really wish i would have not been so into the tanning beds <laughs> in high school <laughs> <laughs> we lived a really different life oh man that was bad we lived a really different Baby life yes. oh, we lived boy. a different life we lived a very different life <laughs> That is hilarious. Yeah. And here we are. And here we come are. together. Podcasting. Yeah. I do have to say, so there was one of the females in my family really does not like aging. Mm. Yeah. Won't say her age. Mm. Won't like really just not into it. Doesn't want to celebrate birthday. Her I have birthday. a friend like that too. Yeah. And I just don't get it. I don't either. But I make sure to send a unicorn uh, song on the birthday though. <laughs> I bet you do. Sure. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> Tell us what the unicorn song is. It's just happy birthday. <laughs> with the unicorn oh, face. With the unicorn. Oh, well, I know, oh. but tell the listener. Oh. Oh. I'm like, you know what that is. I've listened yeah, to it before. I'm like, come you know, on, the they don't know. 10, on the iPhone <laughs> 10, you about. have those, is the an emoji? An emoji, and you can sing into this thing. Aaron's favorite is the unicorn. The unicorn is my favorite thing. Or the chicken. I thought or the, it was chicken the chicken for my sister. Oh. And my sister loved giraffes growing up and she is now <laughs> she doing the giraffe talking really slow and it makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> so if you want to make me laugh, send those things because oh. I love them. Oh. That's awesome. Makes me happy. 
That's a good thing It'll about technology. It'll help you age well. Laugh. Yes. Yeah. Laugh. Laugh. Yes. Right? Yes. All right. With that. Wait, we have some practical tips. Okay. Sunscreen. Wear sunscreen. Water first thing in the morning and wear a bra to bed. Those are my... Why do you wear a bra to bed? Those are Anna's those practical are Anna's tips. Anna's, I've never all. worn a bra to no. bed in my life. No, and I'm not going to start. I don't use sunscreen no. sometimes because I need some vitamin D. <laughs> Wear I wear a hat outside instead. Hold it. Like a bra to bed. Don't tell people that. I know. It's my favorite I, part yes, of the day. Exactly. A sports bra. A, a large no, no, sports never, bra. No. no. Okay, I've got some amazing you boots yeah. because you, of this. You, you, no. I what do. You, you don't sleep on your stomach anymore, do you? I do. You do. I use that. I was trying but there was not a phase to. of trying not to. I was I am a very ambitious you have a pillowcase. I do have one of those. Yep. I'm a very ambitious bag sleeper wannabe. But I well, struggle with it. But so I sleep I with I say no thanks. Face down. <laughs> and just smash it into the pillow. That's how I do. You should see how I wake up in the morning. <laughs> like crease marks on yes. the face. Oh yeah. <laughs> sports bra, tell us about that. Okay, so I started wearing a sports bra to bed when I was in like middle school when I first got my little boobies. And I've worn a sports bra. <laughs> They're looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. You are. Right. Okay. You're you are. off air. <laughs> this is me filtered. I know. <laughs> oh, but oh, yeah, boy. so I've worn a sports bra to bed since middle school and now and I'm And when Anna told us that before we were, we were like, What's this thing about sports bras? And Anna was like, Yeah, since middle school. Amy and I were like, What? <laughs> Who does that? Who does that? I thought everybody did no that. No one does that. Well no. I can't say no one, but I, I Okay, no. if, I would if say... anybody wears their sports bra to bed. And I like the ones that are like stretched out so they're a little more comfortable. But like, no, my boobs look amazing. <laughs> All right, everybody. So we are leaving you with our nugget or awareness nugget awareness or awareness nugget. challenge or whatever you want to call it. And that is to try the hand to heart, hand to belly yeah. when you find yourself in an agitated or the, the hands on the face. Try yep. that. Yeah. Try either of those. Mm -hmm. If you find yourself agitated, anxious. Sometimes when I go to bed and I have, have had a lot of stuff go through my head and I've like finally stopped for the day and mm -hmm. I lay down and that's what I do. And I'll take several deep breaths just to like arrive mm. into sleep. And so yeah. that's when it works for me. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. So that's the nugget. That's yeah, it for the that's week. great. All right, everybody, don't forget to go to lessalonepodcast.com to access the show notes, links, and resources from this episode. And also get 20% off at your spendingfastbootcamp.com through the link that will be in our show notes. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.